0: It's Illuminated Baby. This is Ayan Safi with Episode 2, doing the first Illum interview with Ndidi, Black woman-owned business right in Houston, Texas, my waxer, my sugar waxer, Ndidi of Sugar Mama's Body Sugaring. In this episode, we talk about the different types of hair removal, such as sugaring opposed to regular wax shaving, and creams, and how the hair grows after those types of removals. Also, commodogenicity, which is an awesome word, which you'll learn about in this episode. We have a lot of good just um, hair removal talk, self-care talk, skincare talk. So dive into it, male or female, this is for you. Um, what I will say, male or female, you do not have a say on anyone else's body hair, okay? worry about your own follicles and move from that space because uh yeah ain't nobody got time I'd also like to say I recorded this last week and um I got a wax it's been a while but um I got one and it was a Brazilian opposed to my bikini and I just feel lost without my bush I really do I feel like I just betrayed myself And I got it just because I wanted to start anew and have my hair grow even smoother than before. And Diddy told me my hair was growing good and stuff. So that's why that wax was not that bad. And they're not really that bad in general. Yes, there is some pain or just little moments. But the way she works with you and helps you breathe and all of that is amazing. And that's why I go back, even though it's like every five months or something, So, yes, let's get into the episode. Welcome to Illum and Diddy. Hi, hello. I said it right, right? Yes Okay, great And (laughs) diddy I gotta say it like 10 times to make sure Okay, so you're my first interview I'm really excited This is super cool This is my wax lady, sugar mama As you know, this episode is gonna be about body hair, body positivity Embracing who we are in our physical body Because this is all we've got That's it so I would like to talk to you about your business as a black-owned business owner, black woman-owned business. Woo-woo. Yes, tell us about your business or businesses. What else? What else you got going? So
1: I'll start with Sugar Mamas, um, because it's the only currently operating uh, business. Um, I do everything hair removal, so neck down, full face, all of it. Um, I definitely also offer skincare i like facials um anything dealing with improving the skin especially any kind of blemish treatment um i only use sugar so uh it's basically called sugaring i'm sure some people have heard of it Um, a lot of people do uh kind of still label it wax um or you know waxing but there is you know a huge difference between the two so i perform sugaring by hand Um, and it's a method of hair removal where you apply it literally to the skin and then flick off the hairs and the sugar at the same time.
0: Now, when you say flick and I'm thinking about getting waxes, it's not a flick. (laughs) It's a a snatch. (laughs) It's a grabbing of your life. And, um, I just felt a little taken aback by the word flick there. just wanted to note that. Um, But anyways, okay, so that's cool to know. So you have the skincare, you have hair removal, Mm -hmm. and what other businesses do you have? So in the past, um, my very first
1: business, uh, I had no idea what having a business was. I just knew, hey, I want to do something, and like pretty much most young uh, entrepreneurial spirited people think, I don't want to work for somebody, I want to do my own thing. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of one of my motivators was, hey, you know what, I want to do my own thing. And uh, oddly enough, I'm very interested in code. So I was a web designer for a while. And I liked it until, and I'm sure most of my coders will agree, until you get a client or clients who basically want to change the whole project the last week Mm -hmm. when you've already accepted your next project. And that happens quite often in that Mm -hmm. industry. So it just got to a point where I was like, you know what? This is not what I want to have to deal with. I love programming languages, I love um, learning more about how to code, etc., but dealing with clientele on that level, like web design, where a lot of people want websites done, but they don't know what they want actually done, mm-hmm. it's kind of frustrating, so mm-hmm. I let that go, um, and then I decided to actually jump into the beauty world, so my very first like, really big, I did you know, R&D, I bought tons of products, I sold tons of products was a um, hair extension distribution company and um, it paralleled very well with what I majored in uh, in college and it was international business so I got to experience talking to people in different countries testing out products you know importing products exporting to places like Nigeria and distributing in the US so I loved that you know I absolutely loved the business and the only reason I stopped was one, saturation was huge. Like everybody mm-hmm. is selling hair right now. Mm-hmm. Like everybody. You have high schoolers that sell hair. Yeah. And so I decided to, you know, delve into something else uh, corporately. And then ultimately left corporate altogether in 2018. And I've been working for myself. Wow. So
0: yeah. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Okay, so two questions. So one, how many languages do you speak if you speak other languages? Mm-hmm. And then moving into, how did you decide you wanted to wax people's vaginas and <laughs> personal parts? <laughs> uh, okay,
1: so let me see if I can do this. Okay, in order. Um, so, obviously, one, I speak English. Yo hablo español un poquito. Y también Deutsch. So, um, I'm learning German right now, and I do speak definitely better Spanish than I do German. Okay. Um, but lately, I've tried to actually kind of go backwards um, with my language learning. I am way more interested in learning my mother and father's uh, native tongues. So my background is Nigeria, uh, Nigerian, and I grew up in Nigeria, and my mom speaks five languages. Wow. So I would like to at least know what her uh, native tongue is really mm-hmm. speak it, really have proper spoken knowledge of it. And Igbo, which is her native tongue, is a spoken language more than it is a written or read uh, language. It's more important that you can speak it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my dad is from Benue uh, State in Nigeria as well, and Nidama is his mother tongue. So learning both of those languages is kind of more priority. Um, I know that being able to speak Spanish, living in Texas, living in America, Is useful for me and pretty much the international business uh, language is German Um, most people speak German in many different continents and um, so I actually just I like that language Mm -hmm. but for my kind of like self-building I want to learn Igbo and I want to learn uh, Edoma that's really um, important to me and I just kind of like learning languages come to find out So going into why I decided to uh, delve into sugaring, mm-hmm. really, I didn't start with that in mind. I actually, uh, full disclosure, missed the entire week in uh, Cosmo School for waxing. I <laughs> was out of town. I think I might actually have been scuba diving in Belize. <laughs> I am not the best student. I admit, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I uh, I missed that week, and uh, upon Advancing to your senior classes, you have to test out of everything, including wax, facials, et cetera. And so when I um, went in for the waxing side, I learned on the spot. That was my test out and me learning at the wow. same time. And something about the instant gratification of going in one way, leaving another way in the way that you desire to leave, mm-hmm. I just really like it. I love my favorite part of business is customer service. And um, I really feel like that's why a lot of my clients become regulars, why I have so much uh, just revolving clientele and it's not typically new, unless somehow I just have a wide gap mm-hmm. of time. Um, but yeah, I think that the customer service side is what kind of attached me so heavily to wanting to do hair removal because you have people who worry about pain. That's the number one thing. Mm. It's, is this going to hurt? How bad is this going to be? And for all all you guys wondering does it hurt yes it yes it's removing or as you say snatching of the hairs <laughs> from the root it's not gonna feel good but there's something about the way I feel like I treat my clientele that makes you feel good about being here and when you leave it wasn't exactly fun but you don't leave thinking oh my god I'm never going to come back here
0: yeah, I've always I, as a client, I've come back, and while I don't get waxes every month, and I'm sure she probably <laughs> hates me for it, but um, it's great. Like I have full conversations with her while I get my wax, and it's very helpful. She helps me breathe through the process because there's been other places where they just get to snatching and pulling, and there's just no conversation or it's stale, and you're already sweating on the table anyway through nerves or just you know getting your hair waxed, but. It's very comfortable being here, and I've come back several times. So thank you, thank you. You know, so why sugar wax opposed to shaving or like using V and those types of things?
1: Okay, so I'll do a quick breakdown um, with analogies. So when it comes to, I'll I'll group sugaring and waxing together because out of the entire four, uh, the group they are related compared to using a removal cream or shaving Mm. so if you group those two together and then you compare one shaving you would have to imagine how your hair grows with each process so with shaving your hair is growing more similar to grass but on a lawn Mm. that's manicured every week it's lush it's beautiful it's perfect your hair is going to grow very much like that Mm. and if you were to go to go and like grab freshly cut grass manicured grass that's really thick, really perfect, you're gonna have to struggle to get that to come out of the root Mm -hmm. without just ripping the top. Um, And if you allow grass to just grow wild and become more similar to what weed uh, looks like or weeds look like, plucking that is easy. When you're weeding a garden, it's very easy. It's just remove, remove, remove really, really quickly because it's not deeply rooted in the earth. Grass, however, that's been taken care of is very much deeply rooted. And so when you're shaving, that is what you're doing to your hair um your hairs individually are never getting thicker that's not happening but the way the hairs come out that's what makes it you know no pun intended but bushier Mm. Uh, that's where you have thicker amounts of hair and it looks like you just have so much more hair it's not really that's not the reality it's just that through a follicle you might typically see one or two naturally growing out when you're shaving you will see three to four Mm -hmm. and most people who shave can check their legs their uh, Their bikini area their arms. You can see the hairs coming out uh, in the multiples per follicle Mm -hmm. and so that is why I don't typically recommend shaving, but um, When we get to the removal creams I really don't recommend that the chemicals that are in the removal creams are not things that should be sitting on your skin whether it's for two minutes or 10 minutes or however long you have them. First time try might not be so bad, but it is very common that I hear people say, oh, yeah, you know, I was reading for a while and then I got burned. Mm-hmm. I have clients who have come in and have very visible burn scars on their body from using hair removal cream, so I never recommend that. Mm. Um,
0: Quick sidebar. I was just listening to an episode of Lip Service with Angela Yee, and Issa Ray was the guest. And they were talking about waxing and doing that whole quick one-two type thing with the either the razor and getting ingrowns and bumps. And then Issa also shared how she recently burned herself, or maybe wasn't recent, but she burned herself trying to do nair. Y'all, let it go. Let it go. Even if it's been working for you, them chemicals are not safe for your body. So take heed to Miss and Dee here, okay? All right, back, back, back in.
1: Now, when we get to sugaring versus waxing, sugar paste, um, one, doesn't have to be really hot. If you are sugar waxing, then that's a completely different thing from what I do. The sugar is likely to be warmer or even as hot as wax, Um, but with the method that I use, which is by hand, my sugar paste is never hot. It's typically, at best, warm. It's never cold, Mm -hmm. but it's very comfortable when it goes on the skin. Um, and sugar being able to be absorbed by the skin can be molded repeatedly, which means you're pressing it into the skin so that it wraps better around the hairs closer to the bottom, closer to the root. When you, uh, flick or snatch it out, (laughs) you are able to get that hair out completely Mm. with wax. You're not able to actually absorb that into your skin. Um, many waxes are made with polymers, so... Unless you're like a superhero, you're probably not absorbing plastic. <laughs> um, so it will sit on the skin, cool down, um, dry so it can be peeled off. And when that uh, happens, then the hairs come out. The reason I choose and I suggest and definitely recommend sugaring over waxing is because sugaring is apply- sugar is applied in a specific direction and is removed in a specific direction. Mm-hmm. So if your hairs are growing down you would apply it up and remove down. It makes it easier for the hairs to come out in the direction they're already going in than to fight you by being removed in the opposite. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you will notice that people who are waxing wax and remove the hairs in the opposite direction. Yeah. That makes it easier to break the hair. Um, so for that reason, unless it's possible to wax with the hairs going in the direction and to successfully remove it that way, it is better to sugar, in my opinion.
0: Wow. That was well said. <laughs> the analogies are great. Thank you. Thank you. Do you want a grass yard or do you want just, I don't even know what the other side of that is.
1: <laughs> Smooth marble. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Great.
0: Toweling. Yes. Mm-hmm, all of that. Okay. Well, thank you so much for that breakdown. I'm sure a lot of us learned something new there. Even hearing that again, I'm like, okay, but yeah, I learned some new stuff there. So that's great question okay so considering you see and groom our bushes all the time and you're near our secret passageways I'd assume you spend time glorifying your own yoni your own space mm-hmm. would you recommend even if you don't would you recommend people spending time looking at their own sacred spaces with a mirror and what what would, what does that mean for you if you do practice that
1: so and I wouldn't say that I have anything super awesome sounding i mean when you say you know glorifying your yoni it's like yes i am at peace <laughs> right? i'm a levitator <laughs> i mean i wish i was on that level but i am not um i do strongly believe in self-examining mm-hmm. that area i think it's there are a lot of my clients that come in who have never even checked themselves internally like when you go to a gynecologist and mm-hmm. you have your uh, normal pap smear, right? Um, who have never done that, not a pap smear per se, but have never actually checked around the area. And so it's like, oh, I don't know what it's like down there or anything. It's important that you do know uh, because taking care of that area is very simple. Um, There's not much to it actually. Your body takes very uh, good care of itself naturally. And so it is important that people know, hey, don't apply things like a heavy detergent type soap or something that's very fragrance down there or oils that are uh believe it or not, coconut oil is not good for that area of your mm. body. Um, it is highly commodogenic and so I never recommend that for anyone what to use. What does commodogenic mean? So it is pore-clogging, and on the scale of, wait for it, commodogenicity mm. it goes from zero to six, coconut oil tends to fall in a five. Oh. Um, a lot of people, when I tell them to use uh, shea butter instead and just use spots, they say, oh, that's way thicker than coconut oil. That's actually at a one on the scale. Wow. So even though it is thicker when it is solid, once it's warmed by your hands, it's actually more um, healing to the body, like your vitamin E's mm-hmm. um, to the skin. It's a lot better. Um, And glorifying the yoni. That's yes, yes. <laughs> um, so... Um, Yes, definitely inspect that area. There's nothing you need to be one with your own body. You know, if you don't know what you look like in every aspect, waiting for someone else to tell you, I don't agree with. It, it is important, uh, especially for women to, and men alike, to inspect their bodies and to know. Hey, I know I see this normally, or hey, that's weird. I haven't seen that, or mm-hmm. I feel inflamed. Why is that? Is it be, you know because of something I've been eating, or you know what have you? Prior to doing something like taking an antibiotic, mm-hmm. there are ways to know, hey, I'm a little bit off. And if you're checking yourself, whether it's down there or your body or what you're eating, you'll be able to spot it sooner than if you don't do that at all. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's my spiel. Nice
0: okay, quick question. So for the shea butter, mm-hmm. I know there is a thing with like the yellow shea butter mm-hmm. and the white shea butter. Mm-hmm. So which would you say or is scientifically proven or whatever to be best um, or most natural or I don't know?
1: In my opinion, I would say that kind of depends on the individual. I have come in contact with a lot of people who don't like the yellow Mm -hmm. uh, because of the palm oil that's put into it. That Mm -hmm. is actually what causes part of the really yellow-looking shea butter. Shea butter might be slightly yellow, naturally, but it's not going to have that like glowing Mm -hmm. nugget of gold look. Mm -hmm. Um, And the white is just a purified uh, shea butter. doesn't mean that it's going to be any less effective. It's just not uber-super, you know untouched uh, raw shea butter so you can use either the one that i currently use is not yellow uh, but it's also not white it's very much of like a cream off whitish color Mm -hmm. and the company i get it from i get a lot of my clays from a lot of my natural ingredients and herbs from so i trust what they're doing with shea butter Mm -hmm. um and so it it depends on the individual uh you can always scent your shea butter as well with an essential oil
0: Okay, gotcha. So going from there with the the idea of having herbs and oils and those things, how important is it for you to um, share certain tips or ask your clients like what are they doing for self-care or for keeping the skin clean or that type of thing or helping with the follicle growth or those types of things? Super important. I am always asking,
1: hey, so what do you do to exfoliate? Mm -hmm. Uh, Whether it's legs, underarms, bikini, Brazilian, whatever you're getting done that has to do with hair removal, how do you exfoliate? Um, And the reason for that is the cell turnover and the process of your skin cells turning over, you're going to be pushing up dead skin cells. If you just allow them to accumulate um, when your hairs are trying to come out onto the surface, they have to basically push through all of that to get to the surface. So if you are exfoliating, my favorite way to exfoliate is with a dry brush, Um, as long as it's for like legs, Brazilian, somewhere that's not the bust or the underarms because those areas tend to have thin skin. Mm -hmm. If you are exfoliating, then you wouldn't have that problem of what people perceive to be pimples, bumps, uh, i.e. ingrown hairs. Mm -hmm. You won't have that issue. It's easier to stay away from that because you're removing what's in the way of the hair. The hairs come out a lot easier. Uh, so it's really important that I do know, or at least I ask how people um, take care of any of their um, areas on a regular basis. And if they say, oh, I don't do anything, or I actually wanted to ask you, I recommend definitely getting a uh, dry brush. One of the best things you can have for your body. I mean, beyond just abrasing the skin um, manually, what it does for your blood circulation is amazing. And, you know, blood circulation for the entire body. Is important but especially for uh, the bikini area
0: so in diddy Did say right? yeah okay <laughs> 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 in diddy and in diddy got it alrighty so how do you acknowledge your sensual self so when it comes to feeling something new which is my motto feeling something new feeling something different how do you cater to your your feminine or your divine self
1: hmm
0: Okay, a couple of things, uh, and they actually
1: kind of range from one end to the other. Um, I really think it is important to calmly, calmly work out by yourself. And what I mean by that is whether it's just stretching or doing 30 minutes of yoga or whatever um, it might be, just kind of taking your time through all the motions. So, yes, Pilates, yoga... Meditation are all three things that I love to do just to kind of reground myself. Mm-hmm. Um, physically, I love how it feels. Um, even if I'm staying still and meditating, I like that feeling because I can truly zone out, just breathe, just focus on whatever intention I might have in my, my mind and heart and go wherever those feelings take me. Um, I like to just kind of, in a spiritual sense, sprawl out. And then come back, you know, in when I have the time, of course. In an ideal world, that's going to be on Mondays. Um, other ways, uh, as far as senses go, I've taken to cooking a mm. lot lately. Um, I am mm. not the best, but if you give me the recipe, I can follow it. Okay. Um, uh, cooking lately has become something I really like to do, and I finally understand why people say. If they're stressed or if they're not having a good day, I have to get in the kitchen and I have to cook something. Mm -hmm. It's funny when you see it on TV, but when you actually do it, it's like, oh my God. Yeah, I feel better. And it really does make you feel better. You're able to get in the kitchen and be in control of what's happening, but also creating something positive, you know, Mm -hmm. while you're at it. So I really like that. And I feel like whether it's cooking, whether it's working out, whether it's meditating, all of those things help me to kind of re uh, recenter and reground my salt.
0: Awesome. I love it. I love it. I love being in the kitchen. I've actually started to cook a lot more too. And remembering that it's kind of one of my love languages as maybe like a gift or an act of service. Yeah. And so like when I'm cooking, I'm like, ooh, who can I tell? Or like, who can I give it to to try? Because I remember in college, I used to do that. I'd be like, I made breakfast. Do you want to come over? (laughs) Or I made this. Do you want some? I'll bring you a a Tupperware. So I, I love that. I love that you're... That's something that helps you tap into your sensual side, and it's very—it's a very creative process. Mm-hmm. So absolutely,
1: dope. absolutely, and yeah, it's a huge active service. Um, cause it's nice, you know. I've heard people who really do cook, uh, for a living, or they—it's like a strong hobby. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I just love to see people eat my food and tell me that they really liked it, or they yeah. feel good eating the food. And it's like, yes, it's you know, full circle. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
0: mm-hmm. nourishment. Ah. okay so i'm curious i'm kind of backtracking here but what demographic what demographic is your clients and with that which ones do you see normally keep their bush Mm -hmm. or um keep more hair in their sensual sexual spaces so that actually
1: okay percentage wise sure um clients who are keeping uh, more hair or would prefer to keep more hair there are two categories either um for the majority of uh the people it's either they are older kind of have that feel of like you know 70s or 60s vibe no i want to keep some hair there i just want to clean up the rest Mm -hmm. or you also have people who are scared to death of actually removing (laughs) the very center and they're like no i just want to leave the hair there it's totally fine uh age ranges i have been pleasantly surprised uh People who are fresh into college to people who are in their sixties, uh, wanting to keep hair uh, there and not remove everything. Um, my demographic did change quite a bit when I first opened, and you know, no one knew who Sugar Mamas was or where I was located. Uh, a lot of my clients at first were kind of uh, Caucasian millennials um because millennials are always you know kind of online mm-hmm. and that's who i saw a lot of at first and i think as word got out that was and i was a black owned business several black women are like oh my god i'm coming to you I just saw your logo, I just realized that you're a black-owned business, I'm coming to you for that reason. That is now the most commonly heard reason when someone comes in, whether they are a person of color or not, they come in, I love the fact that you're a black-owned business, I wanted to come in, and it's like, oh, awesome, so hopefully you feel that way after we get these hairs snatched. <laughs> right, and <laughs> you're back again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that, I love that. Okay. Okay. Okay, and last question. What other ways can we support you besides getting our hair snatched?
1: Okay, so if you are a professional uh, cosmetologist or esthetician um, and you are interested in hair removal or that is what you currently do, I do sell my sugar paste to people who are licensed. um, For right now, licensed only. Um, Mostly because people say they want to do this at home. Mm Mm-hmm. But I can absolutely not teach you how to wax your own legs or wax your own, you know, pubic area without just doing it on you for you. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's very difficult. And for that reason, it's like, you know what? It's fine. Professionals get it. We have to study the skin. We know what's too hot, not hot enough, all of the... uh, Crazy dynamics to it and so I do sell uh, my sugar paste to people literally all you have to do is send me a message either on Instagram by email call Give me your uh, license number. I you know i um, verify it and then you can pick up your uh, sugar I sell locally and I also do uh, local delivery so you can pick it up or I can basically have it dropped off at whatever address um Right now, the classes are postponed, but I do teach sugaring, uh, beginner and advanced. Uh, The advanced class includes the uh, Brazilian and bikini. Um, So that's another way. Uh, Otherwise, you are more than welcome to search me on the social media waves. It's uh, S like Sam, M like Mary, body sugaring. And that is on Instagram and on Facebook
0: awesome awesome okay so now i want to go into like a little game so because this podcast is diving into sensual sexual stuff and then also is just very free-flowing no judgment these questions are centered around the bedroom nothing too invasive but if you feel <laughs> you know it's, it's a no then sure okay so in your sex life or when you're um doing things are you a lights on person or lights off or is it either way
1: typically just kind of depends on the moment um i am not ashamed of my body so i don't need to hide in the darkness or anything like that Mm -hmm. um and then sometimes it's nice to be in candlelight you know um but it just it's more about the mood and the feel you know because who you're with to me They should never feel like, oh, well, babe, if you would just, you know, work out a little bit so that this can go or Mm -hmm. that can go or I don't really like to see this, it should never be like that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There should never be a shut the curtains moment with you and your partner. If you guys really are in tune with each other, no, it should never be like that.
0: Absolutely. So going on lights, if you had to choose a seductive light color, what would you choose?
1: Oh, I think I would choose those old-school halogen-type lights mm-hmm. um, The where it's, you know, the room is lit, but it's not really, like, beaming with light. Mm-hmm. It's just very, very subtle. Yes, um, I am a candle person. I mean, my apartment isn't, like, just... Crawling with candles but <laughs> i do love candlelight um and i do love lamps that have those old school uh very amber colored mm-hmm. halogen lamps uh in there or at least the bulb is yeah. amber in color it's just it's a nice warm yeah feeling you mm-hmm. know it's not it's not too bright it's not black light or anything like that
0: it's, it's lovely. we love a warm feeling yes mm. <laughs> Uh, that was a pun. But anyhow, um, <laughs> would you, what do you prefer? Lingerie, gowns, PJs, t shirt, undies? Like, what's your. On a regular? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm hmm. Oh, man. It's a mix. I mean, I wouldn't say, as far as like, and you're talking about sleeping, just.
0: Uh, sleeping and being active.
1: Oh, being. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. okay. So <laughs> yeah. So scratch the sleep. That's <laughs> not what we're like, talking I'm about. you like but... sleeping. No. <laughs> um, okay. So, not sleeping. Um, I think lingerie is is nice. I think, in my opinion, I everything in a relationship, everything really in life is about effort, and I like to show effort. You know. Mm. I mean, yes. Okay. Fine my partner might love my body and just, you're perfect just how you are. You don't need to wear Boo. lingerie. You know? <laughs> and it's like, and I, I love that and I appreciate that from him. But it's just kind of like, well, what I want to, you know, I like to I like to look like this. This mm-hmm. is me. This is my standard for me. Yeah. I want to do this. Um, because, yeah, I could just kind of be in the nude or wear a big, you know, extra large shirt and yes, he might find that to be super sexy but for me it's like, but I don't feel sexy. So it's important to me
0: Mm-hmm. that I'm
1: feeling myself. Yes. Uh, hashtag Beyonce Nikki. Um, <laughs> but I need to feel good. I need to feel sexy before I'm out there uh, doing anything. Or that I, before I'm intimate, I need to feel it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. What is your favorite part of your body or the female anatomy? And the same for male anatomy. Hmm.
1: Favorite part of my body... I have a couple. It would definitely be my shoulders and my legs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I have long legs um, and I have broad shoulders, which some might not really love, but I actually really like that about me. I think that um, as my posture mm-hmm. improves and everything, it just, it just yes. It's yes, just a big old check yes. <laughs> It's just a yes. Broad shoulders, you just look so well put together. And the way clothes fall on your mm-hmm. body, it's wonderful. Yes. Um, on a male anatomy, um, back, yes, for that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, back, I mean, I used to love arms, but back, back, yes, back and arms. You know you know, you, know, you know, you know, if I can get a bonus in arms.
0: Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, that is the end of the game, and that concludes our the first interview with Yay. Ndidi and Sugar Mama's Body Sugaring. Yes. It's been a pleasure, and I look forward to seeing you in a couple of days. That's right. Yeah,
1: That's right. Yes. I'm Likewise, I'm super excited. Thank Lovely. you so much for having me. This was great.
0: Awesome. Any? Do you want to add anything, or are you good? Mm. I'm be good. Okay.
1: Um, if you, if anyone who is listening to this is like wanting to come in, and you're local or coming to Houston, because I don't travel mm-hmm. for this, um, don't be afraid of coming in. It's not going to be some frightening experience. Do not trust the YouTube videos. Just don't. I mean, think about it. If somebody has the time to record their reactions to extreme pain, right. you're not in enough pain. <laughs> clearly just gonna put it out there like that it's not as bad if you are interested in this at all if you're tired of shaving if you are veeding or using near and you don't want to use that anymore because you see what's happening to your skin come in and try this or go to your local sugaring person and try it um it is much better for the skin far it's superior to a lot of other options
0: yes i can attest to this it is true so thank you so much again indeed All right. This is the end of this interview. I am now transitioning into a poem that relates to this topic. Enjoy. I believe I posted this on my Instagram, April 22nd. So I thought I'd share. Intriguing. Insecurities. Y'all speak to me when I have headphones in. I'm not welcoming. It's interesting how others force their opinion on you. Seemingly a dichotomy. A favorite celeb or influencer arts their new body on the canvas of your timeline. Instant like instant spike in hormone levels. But when I art all over the canvas, pause. Ponder. Unacceptable. Questions. I am confusion. Look, get this. Get this raw energy. Raw body, raw earth, green love, green kill, green space, I'm choosing, homeostasis. I am a tree, from locks on down below thee, let me look alone, like leave me alone, Obie. While you explore your own, your home, your insecurities, happy Earth Day, happy Bush Day, happy Hair Day, okay? Alright, just a little small thing. That was all. Queen Safi with ones and twos on the poetry. (laughs) Let me stop. Okay, bye. (laughs) Hey. again real quick just wanted to note that that poem was more of a journal expression or that's what it started as if I'm remembering correctly doesn't really matter because all forms of expression whether written oral paint or whatever movement they're all art it's all art and so journaling is my art whether it's me pouring out my emotions or my thoughts ideas whatever or if it's more poetic then it is still my art. And I want you to consider how often do you art? How often do you create? And let that be really special for you. It doesn't have to be a ceremony centered around it. But you know, just art some more, put some more art in your life. So before I leave for real this time, please rate, subscribe, and review this podcast. If you already sent me a comment on Instagram or in my phone to my messages, just copy-paste that and put it into a comment on any of these streaming platforms. We have Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Podca- Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Google Podcasts. So... Please tune in again, rate, review, subscribe, share with a friend, a family member, an innocent bystander so they get this magic. Okay, yeah, uh, it's illuminated, baby. Two fingers together, unified from my lips to yours. Here's my light, shine. Peace and yesings. I forgot to add that at the first episode, but here it is. That's what was going to be at the end of my YouTube videos. And it has a cute little, you know, gestures and stuff to go with it. But um, maybe I'll show that in a video later. But anyways, again, peace and yassings.